Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by former Grizz softball player Morgan Johnson. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So, you know, my first question is kind of always the same to everybody, but what gave you the softball bug and wanted you to or gave you the love to play the game all the way through college? Yeah, it's a great question. I think that, you know, just growing up, it was something that was super fun. I feel like kids, you know, nowadays play all the sports. And so it just kind of stuck with me. I played, you know, volleyball, basketball, softball, anything that my parents threw me in. So softball just kind of stuck with me. That's awesome for sure. So um, then, you know, when you got to high school, when did you know that you would be good enough to go on and play collegiately? Yeah, that's a... (laughs) question I think uh, you know I struggled with that until I got recruited um the Grizz softball program never even started until 2015 which I started high school in 2013 so it was never a thought or possibility that I could go to the University of Montana to be a Grizz softball player just because it wasn't an option right um, and when you know, I started playing more at a higher level, especially in high school, going on travel ball teams, this and that. Um, it started to become more apparent that I did have a possibility to talk to the Grizz um, team and see if they would take me. And you know what? Just dreams come true. And uh, I was able to be on the team. So obviously being a Grizz was a dream of yours. Um, what was it about the University of Montana that made it you know, so obvious you wanted to go there? Well, I've been a Grizz fan my whole life. So even before playing softball, I was just always a big Grizz fan. And so, you know, I really enjoyed the way that Jamie Pinkerton, who was the head coach at the time when I got recruited, um, just the way his coaching style was and the way that he ran his programs and his, you know, track record is just amazing. Um, And so it fit really well. It fit with the way that I was coached growing up as well. Um, And just the conversations that I had with them just kind of made it obvious to me that this was kind of where I wanted to be. I was close to my hometown. Obviously, I was five miles away from my parents' house. All the family was there. And so, you know, my support system was there. Um, And then, of course, you know, Mel was the head coach after Pink left. And, you know, it's just such a good program to be a part of. And being the only one D1 program in Montana, um, hard to pass that up. For sure, for sure. So, you know, talk to me about that, because obviously there's another D1 school in Montana that doesn't have softball. So who do the Grizz play in softball? Because obviously not all the big sky schools have it. Yeah, yeah. So when I was there, and I know some things have changed, um, you know, like uh, UND used to be in the big sky conference for softball. They left. Um, I think that was my sophomore or and I think it was my junior year. Um, and then Southern Utah, it sounds like they're leaving as well. I know right. the football program 
a year or two ago and softball is leaving now too. So, you know, it kind of changes, but you have, you know, Montana, you have Portland state, Weber state, you have Idaho state, you have um, Northern Colorado. And I think there's only six now there used to be seven. So oh, I wow. think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I have to ask, cause there's obviously the big rivalry with the Grizz and cats for every yeah. other sport. Who yeah. is a Grizz rival in softball then? So when I was there, I'm I'm assuming it has changed, you know, depending on the team and the year, but it was always Weber State. So, you know, they were the they were the cats that, you know, we always um would battle with. Um, you know, they have their their coach, you know, has an awesome record. Um, she puts together a really good program, really good players. And, you know, so did we. So it was always just the battle of the big sky and we would go back and forth and um, specifically my freshman year, um, you know, they were ranked number one. I think we were ranked number two and we had to beat them and we did. Um, and then we won the big sky. So that was, you know, a core memory that, you know, you just can't forget that. So. That's awesome for sure. So, you know, softball is really cool. And, um, some of their tournaments in the beginning of the year are in some pretty cool places. So what are some cool places you've been able to travel with softball? Oh, um, well, you know, Hawaii, that's obvious one to always point out, um, you know, every three years, I know for a fact, those coaches try really hard to get you to go to somewhere that the seniors, uh, you know, try to pick out. So we, you know, we've gone to Hawaii, like I said, we've gone to Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, um, just to name a few there, but, you know, we, we heavily go to Arizona a lot, or we did, um, a lot, um, usually obviously to the warmer States is preferred, especially in <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. So, you know, that is one thing that I've always found interesting with baseball and softball is the first half of your season here in Montana, you're not playing in Montana. So no. how, how do you juggle being a student and playing softball on the road it's difficult I won't lie it's it's definitely it's a challenge but you know I would say at least at the University of Montana the 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 teachers have been really awesome and really understanding um we had an academic advisor named Jen she was phenomenal you know if we you know our plane didn't land in Missoula which that happened once um you know we had finals the next week and we didn't make it and you know how do we do that and so they're very accommodating and they're very, you know, they will have anyone there to proctor tests. They will do everything I'm like capable to make sure that you're being successful at school. Cause at the end of the day, that's why you're there in college, but two, you have to maintain a certain GPA to play. Um, and so, you know, there is, they try to make it as easy as possible in a very difficult environment to be able to play, get tests done, schoolwork, whatever it is. For sure. So, you know, I've always wondered this cause obviously U of M has a huge culture for basketball and football. Did you mm -hmm. see that translate to your team as well with the softball? I did. I, you know, I obviously football is big. I mean, you're not right. people stands hold probably 20 times the softball little stadium we got, but you know, I would say that the support and, um, just the culture that our coaches provided to our donors, to our fans, you know, every game we go out and clap everyone's hands, you know, everyone gives us half fives and pictures right away. So, I mean, no one's waiting for us to have meetings or anything like that. We go straight to the door, pick pictures. So, you know, we have very, very, very loyal fans. Um, and, 
you know, you still see the same people that were there from the beginning going to every game, providing us with food or just support, you know, love. Um, we do a really good job and Mel promotes it really highly to, you know, we always do thank you cards. We always reach out to our biggest fans and, you know, the most loyal members to make sure, you know, they're, they're thanked and that we appreciate them. Um, so I think that even though that we definitely are just at the beginning, um, the softball game in general is growing, um, and it's an exciting export to watch, um, you know, things can change in one inning. Um, and so I think that you'll just see it grow and grow more just as sport grows. For sure. So, you know, you mentioned that and, um, I was going to ask it earlier, but I'll ask it now anyways. Um, U of M's program is new and obviously you wanted to go to U of M cause you're from the area, but, um, what was it like to be part of a program that really when you were going there is brand new? Yeah. So there's so many things that changed, um, in a good way. I mean, you start, you have to start somewhere. And even before I was even there, I know that the girls didn't even have a field to play at at first. And, you know, they went and practiced at Sentinel high school softball field for practices. And then they played at Frenchtown high school for games. So, um, and then they would have to go to the football field and carry down all the equipment, whether it's, you know, nets or tees or whatever, all equipment possible. And so they're, you know, carrying them. And, um, you know, now the girls have all lockers and they have couches and they have a hangout area and they have a, field so I mean we set and even the girls before me set a, a foundation that you know the girls now get to live in and just get to breathe grit softball and just enjoy the atmosphere that you know we ultimately got to provide to them and so it's just really cool to be a part of that first team the first you know four-year people to go through it just because you know we grew up we, you know it started from the bottom and we were yeah. able to go up, up really quickly and um, hopefully that just sets, you know, a foundation towards an expectation to be at the top at all times. For sure. That's awesome. Um, so now I want to pivot to what you're going to be doing now. You're going to be moving to Billings, which is awesome because that's where mm -hmm. I'm from. <laughs> and um, you're going to be starting softball lessons. So talk to me a little bit about what made you want to start that and all about yeah. that. <laughs> kind of the backstory, obviously in 2020. COVID hit, um, softball season abruptly ended, which, right. um, you know, we probably were having one of the best seasons we ever had in Grizz softball. So that was super unfortunate just to cut it. Um, you know, we beat Arkansas who was ranked and we beat Louisiana tech who was also did really well the pr previous year. And so after that, um, my boyfriend, who's now my fiance, uh, we moved to Iowa for work and, we were cooped up in the house and we didn't really know anyone and we didn't really have an idea of the land here. And um, he actually gave me the idea to, you know, see if their softball facilities are like, well, what does that look like here? And um, and so funny enough, uh, Coach Jamie Pinkerton is now the head coach at Iowa State. And, you know, I reached out to him and he actually found our house. And um, so he's been awesome. He's been kind of that you know, that figure that I could go to for anything around here. Um, but I found this facility called Diamond Sports Academy. And I just reached out and said, hey, do you need a volunteer? Do you, you know, can I come and help, if, whether it's a month or a week or whatever it is? And they were like, heck yeah, come on down. So I, I met with the owners and um, Mike Jensen, who kind of does all the 
all the things there. Um, he was like, why don't you start doing lessons? And so that's kind of where softball with Morgan began. And I just grew my clientele um, to where it is now. And I just realized that the need of having such a, such a good coach to be able to provide fundamentals to these young girls who, you know, as the sport grows, um, so does the game. And in the sense of like technology is there, um, you know, the mental state of all these kids and making sure that, you know, that they're having fun. Um, because I think that, you know, stats now are becoming more right in people's face when right. I do supposed to be really, really fun. And obviously the game's more fun when you're good at it. I completely understand that, but, you know, making sure that these girls are having some fun too. For sure. So then, you know, on top of obviously all of the um, lessons you're going to be doing, will you be helping them a little bit with the recruitment process maybe if they want to, or is that something you'll do in the future? Yeah. So I kind of encompass it all. So I actually just had a girl commit to Missouri Western University and she was actually my first girl ever to do lessons with me. So that was such a proud coach moment to get her to where her dream school was. That's where she wanted. So, you know, I'm able to help with the whole process, whether we're just starting or getting wanting to go to college. What does that mean? What does that look like? Do we understand what it takes? You know, um, you know, I'm really big on making sure the player wants to do it. Sometimes, you know, it's kind of more on the parents that want their child to do it, which is totally fine. I totally understand that. But, you know, the way that I approach it is making sure the kid wants to do it, right? Because at right. the end of the day, it'll just be wasted time if if they ultimately hate the sport that they're doing. And I don't want that. So um, this game's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be challenging. At the end of the day, it's a game of failure, right? Um, and so it's just making sure we hone that in and understand what it takes. And, you know, if we really want to go to D2, D3, JUCO, community, D1, whatever it is, let's get there. Let's, let's understand what that means. And I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that they want to get wherever they want. For sure. So, you know, I, I've always found this kind of neat, um, people that go to JUCO and then mm -hmm. go to a four-year school, what benefits do you see of that? So, for instance, like, take me for an example. Like, I went to the University of Montana coming in as a freshman. Traditionally, I would say, obviously, every school is different, but traditionally, you would normally see juniors, seniors, right? People who have a lot of time underneath their belt, a lot of loyalty going on there. They understand how fast the game's going. Um, so just a lot of factors. So a lot of juniors and seniors traditionally will be starting unless you have, you know, some sort of athlete coming in as a freshman. But, you know, let's say you go to a community college or Joe, um, which I'm all for is like, usually if those two-year programs, everyone's going to be playing. If you're good, you're going to be playing. And so then you kind of get that experience of, college game speed because it's way different um it's a lot faster you got to think faster you got to be your softball IQ has to be higher so being able to just get that experience of playing at that level makes the stage a lot smaller um now for my example like if as me I I saw the field as a pinch hitter mostly my freshman year just mm -hmm. because you know, I I had to earn my spot somehow and so you know they they allow me to pinch hit here and there um, but again, the stage was too, was big. I mean, you know, I only got one shot a game or 
two shots a week and whatever it was. Uh, but, you know, let's say if I went to a JUCO, maybe I was starting every single game. And then, you know, after I went to the two year and I go to a four year or finish out my career, um, there's no sort of nervousness. Um, or there's no sort of like, can I do it sort of thing more than there's just a lot more confidence. I, I, I could see in players coming from a Juco going to a D one, mostly because they, you know, got all the time playing, they understand their game. They see how good they are. They obviously made it to the D one spot. They have nothing to lose. They have nothing to prove other than go have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but freshmen going into Oklahoma's, you know, University of Montana, whatever it is, there's a little bit more pressure, I would say. Um, but it all just depends on how you were coached getting there and how you mentally prepared. At the end of the day, I think it's more of a it's a more of a mentality than it is physically. Obviously, you have some sort of athletic ability to be there. And so I don't think that's in question. I think it's honestly just how you could handle it mentally, because that's the hardest part of the game. For sure, for sure. So <clears throat> You know, another question, I'm going back to what you said with you playing some travel ball and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for girls in Montana that want to play like AAU, I know there's some AAU teams, some travel ball. Will yeah. you, with your um, with your lessons, excuse me, kind of help maybe partner with those teams or, you know, yeah. get girls to those teams or something like that? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of different levels that I come in at. Um, you know, I actually do have a YouTube channel that's just starting, very, very, very beginning, where if, you know, basically you're just starting, I honestly would prefer you not even to come to lessons because the first 10 to 15, 20 lessons I'll do is actually in those videos. So I'd rather just send you those videos and you do it that way. Um, so that's when you first begin. And then let's say we get, you know, we're competitive now. All right. Well, what does that mean? You know, like, are we like a team competitive? Do I need to come in for a full team practice? Are we wanting to make sure that we have a full team understanding or are we more individualized? So I could do team um, private lessons. I could do individual private lessons. Um, You know, I, I love the, the age between like eighth grade freshman sophomore year where we're really trying to define who we are as a player. Um, And I think that's where you kind of, get the most out of lessons if you want to move on because it's such an investment to you as a player um, to understand the the mental side of the game and also just to make sure that you're gaining the fundamentals that you will need to move on Um, I personally don't think it's it's not necessary it's not necessary to have lessons um, probably before fifth grade sixth grade I mean I didn't even start playing before fifth grade so I mean like they're supposed to have fun They're, You know, you're supposed to have fun in the game and make sure that you really like it and want to do it rather than just, you know, I'm doing it because mom and dad say I have to do it. Right. Um, but then, you know, I would love, love to be a part of the high school programs, the travel ball programs. Ideally, I want to, I really want to produce some really awesome Montana athletes, whether they want to go to Montana or they want to go to wherever they want. I want to make sure, you know, I'm helping them because I think it's, awesome to have someone um who's been through it all who's been through all the stages what to avoid what for um because I didn't have that um you know I had my parents which were awesome I mean you know we, we were our team was kind of like a guinea pig team trying to figure it all we went to all the tournaments in the middle of nowhere um and trying to figure out what pro or you know what uh clinics and camps to do so 
you know, I, I give a lot of thanks to my parents for making sure they got me where I wanted to be, but I'd rather help people skip those parts that, you know, get your hopes up for something that's not even truly there um, and make sure that we get them where they really want to go and set realistic expectations. For sure. For sure. So for people that want to find you, cause I think you're awesome. Um, what are some ways that people can reach out and where will you be having your lessons here in Billings when you get to Billings? So there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot going. <laughs> um, I am getting married at the end of July. So there's just, there's so much, you know, I'm moving July, getting married in July, getting settled into Billings. So there's a lot going on. Um, I can't release everything yet. Um, we have multiple things set up. So I'm very, very, very excited. But, you know, to reach out to me, follow my page on Facebook because that's where you'll see all the updates there. That's where I'm going to post everything first. But, you know, you can reach out to me by phone or email, which is softballwithmorgan at gmail.com. Everything will be softballwithmorgan. It's such an easy thing to remember. So I just kind of keep it away. Um, but, you know, if people kind of want to see what I'm about and kind of want to understand what I talk about, um, YouTube's also a kind of a great little intro, um, very basic, very high level things, um, very minimal things that I talk about in there, but that's also softball with Morgan. So, um, I'm also the only one that's called softball with Morgan. So kind of easy name to follow and find. Um, but yeah, so I'll be posting in the fast pitch or Montana fast pitch association page, just because that's a wide reach. Um, you know, and then if, you know, high school coaches want to reach out to me, please do. I would love to work with you guys. I would love to provide some information, whether it's recruiting, whether it's individual, whether it's team, whether whatever it is, I'm all about it. I'm, you know, I really, really, really want to make Montana grow um, in the softball area, just because being in Iowa, I, I see where these girls are at and I see the potential Montana could be at. And I think this is just step number one. Um, I'm just really excited to be there and get it going and uh, see what we could do. Oh, that's awesome, Morgan. And I look forward to you coming back to Montana and helping it grow here. So that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. And can't wait to see what's going on in the future for you. Thanks, Mitch. Awesome to be here. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports, and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it, and hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs. <laughs>